Warning. The Outsider's Edge contains strong opinions, unconventional views, and contrarian stances. Listen, if you dare. Hey, yo! Don't adjust your headsets. You're not hearing a mirage. It is not a repeat. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Outsider's Edge podcast right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. This is your boy, Dr. S'mores, Mr. Kyle Morris, and I am joined, as always, by the Kennington Makota, Mr. Rance Morris. How you doing, sir? Money. Money. By the way, Kenny and Coda, soon to be re- reunited, apparently. Well, like yo, 90% it's reunion healthy. season. We're back because we realized everybody's coming back this week. So, like, why not just throw our names in the hat? Well, look, but we were asked to come back. Some other people just forced their bitch ass back. But yes, before we before we do the before, how have you been? I mean, you know, it's the holiday season, or it was the holiday season, and I didn't kill my family, and they didn't kill me, so things are great. You know. That's the most American answer I've ever heard in my life. I didn't kill my family. They didn't kill me. Good times. Yeah. Um, uh, also, we haven't recorded in a hot minute. I got engaged. That was great. That's why I, I was really so throwing you a softball to tell the world that my man is, my boy is taken. So I don't know if I can be kidding your Dakota no more, brother. I may have to be. Brandon, the, I may have to be the, the Tamatanga to your Tangaloa. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. We more like family anyway. Uh, but I mean, I know we all know what you want to hear, and we're going to talk about what y'all want to hear because, like, Ugh. obviously that's the reason we came here to talk. But before we get to the things that you want to hear, let's talk about this other significantly important story that, like, I guess we got to mention. Speedball Mike Bailey won the PWG Bola. Yes, that's not what you meant. My bad. Sorry. I mean, you know, we can talk about that and Mandy Rose's OnlyFans, but like, no, we were going to yes, talk, we can about, talk Mercedes about Mandy Rose's OnlyFans. Yes, we can. I'm you sure may not like the conversation, the but we can damn sure talk about the OnlyFans. If there's a Roddy Strong OnlyFans, you would be subscribing. Come on, Brad. I didn't say that I wouldn't. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure you would love to talk about Mandy's OnlyFans and Tino's got a hog. <laughs> By the way, Tino got a hog. I, oh, yeah. I saw it. More like, power to the big homie. Damn. More power I mean, to him. I guess uh, the only thing that that showed me is I was like, at least the big dick energy was earned because he definitely had big dick energy that for a <laughs> while I thought was unearned and overcompensating. But then I saw the picture and I was like, oh, no, it, that's real big dick energy. All right. <laughs> no questions needed here. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, we, we were talking about Mercedes. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I stole your steam. I apologize. Oh, no, you didn't steal my steam. Quick hit on the Mandy Rose thing. This company is hypocritical as fuck because they got rid of her, but they got a history of pushing pornographic bullshit. Only thoughts. I know they had their reasons. We're moving on. Let's talk about Sasha slash Mercedes. By the way, you know what my biggest takeaway from that whole saga was with Sasha slash Mercedes? <laughs> this is why they do the 90-day no-compete clause, because after six months of your ass not being around and teasing constant returns at every fucking corner, the steam was not as hot for me. I get Well, that's the point, yes, is to kind of cool your momentum and make you earn on your own. Fans don't want to hear this, but it's fact. It's a factual thing. Mandy Rose even said as much. She had an interview with Tamron Hall a couple days oh, ago. Oh, yeah, to the point, like, Mandy has already come full circle with, like, no, yeah, I'd be willing to, like, pu- fully pull the porn if they'll let me come back because, like, that cash cow is going to pay me a lot longer than this one. Well, 100%. But the point, I, the point I want to make that fans don't like is that the only reason these wrestlers are as hot as they are no disrespect to the work they put in, because clearly they have to play the character, they have to do the matches and all this, but it's because of the platform that these companies give them. So everything Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado, Mercedes Money, whatever, is doing, when she was doing it at Chaotic Wrestling in Boston, nobody was watching, nobody cared about her. She was another girl in the city. But now she's the most popular, if you look at Google Trends, the most popular women's wrestler in the world right now. And she that's because that. of what the WWE allowed her allowed her to have the platform, the gimmicks that they uh, they pushed or allowed her to have, the merchandise they pushed for her, the matches they put her in. And so I'm not saying that she didn't do her part, but we can't just look at them and say, oh, well they do that without them. No, the WWE, the AEW, the whatever company, give them their credit too. And so that's to your point. These nine day complete clauses. The whole point is. You're not going to eat off of what we did anymore. If you're leaving, please, by all means. But yeah, those non-competes might not be legal very much longer because no. the current administration is trying to make them uh, a thing of the past. And uh, we could, on another episode, we would spend the whole episode just talking about that and that the merits the of thing. it and a whole. In fact, let's bookmark that as a topic please. that we will return to. Please, uh, that so could be the biggest for thing the ever in history. Episode. Yes, that uh, could be the the biggest that we've we've had a lot of biggest things in history over the past few months. That legitimately could be the biggest thing that ever happened in wrestling history. Yeah, because we could be back to the days of I was on Monday Night Raw and then I was on Dynamite, baby. Territory. Or I was on Dynamite on Wednesday and I was on SmackDown Friday night. <laughs> Wild West. Yes. So, but. The actual story, God, we got tangential. Can you tell it's been a while? Yes. Um, Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet made her long-awaited return to wrestling and Mm -hmm. her Wrestle Kingdom debut Mm -hmm. at this past Wrestle Kingdom coming out after Kyrie defended the IWGP women's title. Um, My immediate thought when she came out were twofold. One, Mercedes Banks was right there. It was right the fuck there. Monet will grow on me. I'll get over it. I'm not going to make a big deal. But Mercedes Banks was right fucking there. Uh, Second thought, who the fuck let your ass wear that wig, girl? Naomi, Bailey, y'all supposed to be her friend. 
Hey man, we're thirty year old men talking about female dresses, dressing. And, nah, dog, I am. And I don't, that was hideous. Well, you can say that. I know my place, and I won't. However, I will say it didn't make sense to me. But if, the most important thing is whether you look stupid or crazy, do you look like a star? Oh, she looked like a star. And I give about it was star. Yes, and she is a star. And the thing yeah. is. Her versus Kyrie will be a good match. How do I know? Because I've seen it before, and it's always <laughs> a good match. That's a good point. Um, you know, so we we're just talking about the debut. I've already told you this in private, but my only concern with her is we all know that Mercedes is a very big proponent of cannabis, CBD, all that stuff. Good for her. Fuck out of that mood. Well, that's yes, and I don't even know that has to do with with her being high off her ass because she was. Um, but that was my only concern about it. Shout out to her CBD company she got with uh, Kalisto. Good on them. Make that money. Do your thing. But I get nervous when, like, do whatever you want to do when you're not in the square circle. But when you're going into a ring where you need to be completely focused on carrying another human being. Like it, it made me really nervous because you could tell walking down her walking down the, the ramp, she was, as my boy Jason from Mindless Podcast would say, zooted out of her mind. I was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt though, because like she was wearing six inch spike heels. Okay. That was also part of why I was like, Why the fuck is she doing this move? Because I looked at that footwear and I'm just like, This is not the footwear for what we're about to do, baby. Like this feels not correct. And also, she chose that move. She didn't have to choose that move. Yeah, she could have done the bank statement. She could have done literally any other move. She can't do the bank statement. And, I was, and only because everything about her has been reclamation and brand new. So if she had done the same thing she was known for, it kind of would have killed the purpose, in my opinion. But you, those are two moves out of thousands. <laughs> yes, she could have done anything. Honestly, it's probably better for her body long-term to stop doing the bank statement. I don't think doing the backstabber that frequently is good for you. Yeah, she's very, she has an extremely small frame. Yeah, taking that many back bumps just because. Same reason why bitch-ass Hogan stopped doing a leg drop. Yeah, you, he lost three inches on his spine when you yeah. compress it every night. My, so. my, the, the real conversation with Mercedes for me is this. If you know Mercedes is getting paid like top star money, not top star stardom money, top star New Japan money. Gaijin money. Yeah, Gaijin she paid money. Gaijin money. Yes. She has her own bus, all this, that, and the other. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful because women's wrestling clearly is just as good a draw as men's wrestling can be. It's shown that. I believe that. Do you think that... Her as a character and the opportunity she will have will show it that money to be worth it. Because if you just look at the what she did at Wrestle Kingdom, just throwing out some numbers, I don't know how legit they are, but this is what I've read. That she got like 40,000 more subscribers to, to the um, New Japan world or so. Maybe 400,000. Some crazy amount of number of new subscribers. Um, the show in... Long Beach or L.A. sold out. It was already on sale, but like the rest of the show finished super fast because she was announced. So there is clearly some semblance of proof that 
is working, but I'm just curious long term. What do you think? I mean, you you watched the Wrestle Kingdom show and you told me the card. I didn't watch the whole show, but you told me the card. And bro, like to be perfectly honest, I can only think of three names on that entire card that are bigger stars than her. Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada, mm-hmm. Switchblade J White. And that you could maybe make the argument for Will Ospreay. You could maybe make the argument for Will Ospreay. And and because I know Tanahashi is still a regular star, but he's really one of the New Japan dads now, basically. But Tanahashi. Yeah. You, but you, that's, you be, that's like John Cena come back and still get pops. Sure. Yeah. But, like, genuinely, going up and down that card, I'm just like, well, she adds instant name value. She's getting paid gaijin money because I'm looking at those, like, the names that performed on the actual Wrestle Kingdom card. I'll take Mercedes Monet. Oh, like, I love the Tongans. I'll take a Mercedes Monet match over Tama. I will too. The question is, how much synergy will New Japan continue to have with Stardom? That's the real question and the more uh, interesting question. Um, and that I don't know the answer to because I'm just too ignorant about Joshi to really have an educated opinion. Yeah. I think that's the better question. But in terms of it being worth it for New Japan and all of that, like if they're trying to make continued inroads into the American market, yeah, it's definitely worth it because she's instantly one of their biggest names for the American market. In terms of just adding name power to the card as currently constructed, I feel like she's a bigger name than 90% of what they've got. So like, I think it does pay off for them in that regard. I'm going to sound like a hater. And I'm not because I, I really hope that people listen to the nuance of my of what I'm saying. New Japan and Stardom are not the same company. They are owned by the same parent company, right? This was the first time ever that there was a Stardom match on New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom. They yep. have had Stardom matches in the pre-show before, but they, but they went on the card because you could only watch them on Stardom World. You could not watch them on New Japan World. So... That was a major thing, and they're starting to have one match on New Japan. And, of course, the, the starting world champion wasn't on the card. Kyrie is a new Jap- IWGP women's champion. So when it comes to a draw and if she's worth the money, my only question is, is she going to be a draw for New Japan when she's only going to be allowed one women's match in the whole show and if you watched the card or you looked at the card, it was the third match on the night of a 10-match card. So my only concern is not that she's worth it or not, because clearly she's worth it. You watched, you've seen her work, you know what she's done. She's worth it. Is the structure of New Japan conducive to a woman being an actual draw? Because I don't know that it is. And they're a touring company. They're not a TV company. So the things that she does best are episodic TV stuff. They're a touring company, so it's basically just here's a match, here's a match, here's a match. So, like, I I want it to work. I want her to be a bigger draw. I think the best thing for her would be to have that be your home company where you make your biggest check, do the work. But you might have to make these these appearances and all these other companies like like they the rest of New Japan guys had to do. Might have to go do a bit in Impact for a month. Maybe go to AEW for a couple months. 
Maybe go to yeah, MLW. I hope for they do time. send her ass to Impact. Can you imagine her with the Impact Women's Division and the way Impact shows reverence to their women's division? Ooh, yes, please, ma'am. One hundred percent. And you know she wants she, to go back to AAA, so that'd be another fun thing. Her entire sign me up for sign me up for her versus Jordan Grace. Sign me up for her versus Kira Hogan. Sign me up for her versus Deanna Peraza. Or Mickey. Shit. Or Mickey. Sign me. Oh, that'd be dope. So I think that's where the real the real draw will come from her. But in terms of just what her position based on what's what New Japan is doing. Can you be. Can you. Can the. Can the person in the third match of a 10 match card. Can the person who if you're structuring a card at the bottom of the card. Be worth as much as the third top guy in your company and draw. Like, I just don't know. They're if it's chasing be relevance, good. bro. They are chasing relevance. Well, we relevance bring money how we have talked about how they are down worse than they've been in a hot minute. They had to bring Kenny in for Wrestle Kingdom yeah. because they don't have main event talent. Yeah. And they had to give him the U.S. belt. So that he can start headlining those New Japan Strongs and up those numbers because they don't have fucking main event relevant ass talent that's not named Okada. Switchblade about to leave, they ass. Yep. Like, Switchblade about to fucking deuce the fuck out. So he gonna be gone. Osprey, you know, he's stayed loyal thus far, but like... At what point is Tony or uh, whoever's running the show in Titan Town gonna offer him the bag? And he really, the two matches he wanted were the one on the official one on one against Kenny, and he wants that Seth Rollins match really bad. Well, again, yeah, I, I will say the same thing about him that I'll say it that I said about the company he's working for, chasing relevance. Yes. Will Ospreay is chasing North American relevance because Will you can't tell me that as arrogant and cocky and a prick as Will Ospreay is, that it doesn't grind his fucking gears and eat away at him, that he's been having banger matches in New Japan and carrying that company during its most irrelevant time. Mm-hmm. And nobody in North America gives a flying fuck outside of the hardcore audience. Yeah, we forget he was world champion for a good portion of the pandemic. He started his own stable. Yeah, and it's a big stable now. In a company that is all about the stables. He was given his own faction to lead. United Empire is pretty fucking big at this point, too. Aussie Open is like one of the top tag teams in the company now. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh... Did, but did it was it no Carl Frederick signed with WWE? Uh, Akira and uh, TJP, whatever you think of him, are the junior tag champs. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, Jeff Cobb, Great O'Conn, always big spots. Yeah, good point. Yeah, so like he's ch- they're chasing relevance. Uh, there are rumors that Hikaleo's gonna get picked up by the E pretty soon. I That's think another I'm, name. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in saying that unless. We're going to talk about this in the next segment. Unless they do some really stupid Saudi shit. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in saying G.O.D., all three of them, are probably going to go ahead and come on stateside. I think it's time. 
Um, Give me the feud of the islands. Samoa I, versus Tonga. Hey, I, I want. I, I, no that, one will survive. I want that. Can you see it? The second they show up, Roman asks, "You're gonna bend the knee." And Tom was. It, well, if man, if if, if they could really talk, they wanted to. Himself to show up and be like, "We bend for no one." I don't know if. Hey, I'm. I, I sit at the table with the tribal chief. I don't know if the tribal chief wants smoke with King Haku. I don't That's know. what I'm saying. I, I want King know. Haku himself to show up and say, "I don't know what tribal elders appointed you, but this elder bends for none." Can you see Alpha and Sika show up and try to calm him down? Like, wait a minute, dude. Hold on. <laughs> I could see Rikishi showing up, be like, "Nah, big dog. Nah, them's my sons. Them's my sons. You was my tag partner. You can't kill my babies." That. It just writes itself. The bloodline story can go on for another five years, bro. It's just amazing. I mean, they might want it to. It feels like they want Roman to break Hulk's uh, title record so that they can forget Hulk existed. I don't. I would love that because fuck that dude. I don't see how it can go another year. I just don't, I don't see either. It. I feel like they need to, you know, take advantage of how hot it is and how long mm. they've uh, managed to get it to. Work and uh, let whoever wins the Rumble at least take one of them belts, if not both. I've given up hope on them splitting the belts at this point, but like, I just feel like he's got to lose at Mania or he's got to lose at SummerSlam. Well, it's only going to be a big show. He's not losing it, Poughkeepsie had no way out. This oh, yeah, happen. no, I know. I'm just saying, I feel like he has to either lose at Mania or SummerSlam this year. Like, this would, has to be the end. Would you be cool? Because I think this is the only way we can let it go further. Would you be cool if, let's say, he he wins at WrestleMania, and the next night he comes out on Raw, and he debuts the new WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion belt, whatever, and Adam Pearce comes out and he says, well, Roman, you've done it all, you've done this, cool. But you're on your show. We did a championship for Raw and, and debuts a new world title or or brings back the world heavyweight championship, the big gold. The only reason I that. would not be OK with it, the only reason I would not be OK with it is because this reign for Roman, it, it's reminding me of when uh, Brock was doing his suplex city bullshit and it went on forever and ever and ever. And he just kept winning and he just kept winning. It's like you have built this person up to be such a titan. You you owe it to your company to yeah. use this to put someone else over. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that. Owe it to the health of your – because that's how you avoid what's happening in New Japan right now. LOL oh, Okada, Okada wins. Yes, yes. Has in so many ways fucked things up. It's killed a company. Because you didn't have somebody like – you know, and then when they finally did decide to get creative, they let Evil be the champion. It's like Sonata, uh, Shingo, they had uh, a bunch of the Chaos people. Like, Ishii's never had a thank you for always being good title run. Like, those kinds of things. And now, nobody feels relevant. Because you waited too long, and the person who finally dethroned the Beast left your ass. By the way, just to let y'all know, listening, shout out to Josh and Jeremy, because I'm sure they'll agree with this. Shota Aminu, like, 
they're they're dude. giving that kid they're giving that kid the entire he's time. that dude they put shooter in the match with tanahashi and and keiji muto he is that fucking dude yeah yeah he's 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 gonna be next up to kind of be the next replacement after okada kind of like okada was for tanahashi so that's coming soon um but yeah that's you, how you avoid becoming that com- that situation is you capitalize on this. You put the belt on someone new. You give them this big win, and then we see what happens. Okay, so then Roman Cody or Roman Rock? I mean, I've already told you Roman Sami Zayn, but I guess they're going to make it Roman Kobe, Cody Rhodes. It just feels like they're, like Cody's face is on the fucking bus for Royal Rumble already. I just hate that. I hate that they're doing... Let me see how far back you remember. You remember when Roman um, got the hernia, and then when, he, which hernia? right, right. So right before he won the Royal Rumble, that everybody started booing him on when he was out, and they started doing the interviews with him backstage, kind mm-hmm. of propping him up before he was fully healthy, and um, that's when he had the the dumbass blue contacts. And he won Superstar of the Year, and everybody was like, there's no way. But it was legitimate, right? And that, along with Punk's Art of War with Colt, is what turned the crowd on him. And I'm scared that they're possibly going to do that to Cody. Because, number one, the crowd hates when you tell them this is the guy. And number two, right now... The crowd loves the bloodline. They have taken the official NWO turn. Well, and number three, we have already seen, I know AEW's audience is hardcore and slightly different, but still, we've already seen what happens when you force feed Cody Rhodes. When you force feed people Cody Rhodes, people very quickly get sick of Cody Rhodes. And the only thing, the only thing saving this at this point, is at least this version of Cody doesn't have his insufferable-ass wife. Yet. Because Randy is Yet. just so fucking grating. Yet. But I say I only say it's so sad because everything from WrestleMania to the time is Peck, like, decided to go and chill on the other side of the building. Oh, it's it's a horrid case armed. of unfortunate... Well, and it's a horrid yeah. case of unfortunate timing because if he hadn't torn his Peck, like, he'd have probably won... One of the belts before the belts were merged. Well, I think it's a positive and a negative because Cody inevitably would have worn his out his welcome. So he got to go away, essentially a martyr. But the problem is because he was so high when he went out and trying to build him back up to the crowd, when I would I would have just played it like, hey, Cody back. Instead of doing this whole vine- four-minute vignette on Raw and part two of the four-minute vignette on SmackDown and showing me going into the... We don't need that for Cody. Maybe for Tommaso Ciampa, sure, but for Cody, it, it was that. giving me heavy. It was giving me heavy Triple H Torres quad vibes. Yeah, and uh, while that, but Triple H also was the most dashly son of a bitch we, we had seen since Hollywood Hogan when well, he Triple got Triple H hurt. was also the boss's son-in-law, and they were getting ready to strap the rocket to him. So, like, too. all of it made sense, but. Like, I 
still go back to, and I know you can write a good story with Roman Cody. I'm not trying to say you can't write a good story with Roman Cody. I still come back to you tell the best story you have, and no story is better than the story of Sami Zayn. I disagree, because the story of Sami Zayn has nothing to do with Roman. The story of Sami Zayn has always been about Kevin Owens. That's The only reason Roman Reigns is feuding with Kevin Owens is because it's over Sami. So I, I feel you. I'm not saying that Roman is, and Sammy in the great story in its own sense, but that's not the story to me. The story has always, pardon me if you will, just indulge me if you will. The only reason Sammy ever started trying to hang with the bloodline in the first place was because he did the whole conspiracy shit and Kevin wouldn't stick by him. every friend that he had. Right. Kevin wouldn't stick by him and then um, he he, the whole shit with Knoxville happened at WrestleMania, and he was embarrassed. So he was looking to cling to somebody to get his credibility back. And of course, because the bloodline, the bad motherfuckers on the block, he started chilling with them. But it's ultimately because the only person that he trusted turned his back on him, Kevin Owens. So it's always been about the fact that Sammy couldn't trust Kevin, and all this. That's why when you know when when after Survivor Series. When Sammy did what he did to Kevin, when Kevin came out on Monday, he said, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Sammy. I'm not even mad at you, but I don't want shit to do with you no more because, like, that was the unforgivable thing. I know I've done it a million times, but for you to do it to me lets me know that this is over, over. So that's the story. So get, getting them back together and then them winning the tag championships? Mm. My God. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Give me Roman, Sammy, damn it. You'll get it in Montreal. Not <laughs> Elimination Chamber. <laughs> anyway, I love oh, Sammy. To Day. your point, to your point, to your point, WWE has always given the best technical wrestler who was over with the fans the title at WrestleMania on the tens. Bret Hart at WrestleMania ten, Voldemort twenty, Brian at thirty, Sami Zayn's time is at WrestleMania forty in Philadelphia. When is 40? In Philly. No, I said when. Oh, so next year? Because this is 39. Okay. Yeah, but here's my concern. Here's my concern. Because I hear what you're saying, and I think that's great. Here's my concern, though. Um, Who owns the company come WrestleMania 40? Because depending on which person ends up emerging from the shitstorm that we fix into journalism into, uh, Sammy may no longer be welcome in the company. So, like, gonna... let's take an ad break. Yes. And then when we come back from this ad break, let's talk about all the musical McMahon drama. Done. Thanks for helping us pay those bills, y'all. And Brother Rance, I believe I've been told that if the people like the content we provide right here on the Chairshot Radio Network, that they should go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chairshot and buy some of that sweet, sweet merch. Yes, merchandise that is indeed sweet, 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 and it's good on your skins. And if you throw an extra $5. Get that soft style. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Miranda, the queen of soft style. Um, yeah, but plenty of wonderful, beautiful uh, designs that you could take home to your wife, to your husband, to your kids. Maybe not to your kids, but yeah, it's still dope. 
So yeah, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and get you a nice shirt. So yeah. Uh I don't know. Can we take a deep breath? Yeah, can we take a deep breath before we talk about this shit? Because man. Oh yeah. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna take a very deep breath while you uh start talking about Vince on the board. Oh boy. Okay. Um if you unless you've been under a rock in which welcome back to society. Uh, Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who was unceremoniously excommunicated from the board, from the chairman position, and from the WWE as a whole, thanks to the sexual misconduct and the uh, um, allegations and the um, he's a serial affairs. philanderer who probably yes. used company funds no, to he facilitate did, he did his affairs and yes. to silence the women. Yes, 100%. And all of that came to light. And the WWE, as we talk about on this show all the fucking time, is what kind of company rants? Oh, they're a public company. They're a publicly traded company, which means they have a board of directors and many, many what? Stock and shareholders. Right, right, right. And so when those stock and shareholders found out about, you know, embezzlement and fraud and toxic behavior mm-hmm. they said motherfucker get the fuck out adios indeed yes mm-hmm. and and so he did he and he was very smart about it because he did it on his terms he retired he retired instead of being, uh, instead of being forced out yes stephanie becomes co-ceo along with yes. nick khan and uh, important in fact important fact she had went, she had just went on leave of absence for eight days and literally just announced it. Yes. Um, and also importantly, Hunter became full on 100% in charge of the creative product. Yes. And I think most of us would agree that in the time since then, product is arguably better than it's been in years. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Synergy across the board, storylines that make sense, characters that are allowed to build and flourish and flow. Titles mean something again. Uh, Words that were taboo are all of a sudden allowed again. People are allowed to be fans. We're allowed to remember that this is a wrestling company and that other promotions exist. Even though it's still scripted, there's more freedom with people's words. Like, literally everything about it has been an improvement across the board. People are happier than they've been in years mm-hmm. about the product. Even the people that don't like WWE have, are happier than they've been in years about the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Vincent Kennedy McMahon is a megalomaniac. A narcissist. Keep going. A man with a god complex. Mm-hmm. Vince can't have all this good energy being attached to a thing that he is no longer a part of. And then his lawyer reminded him that he was the majority shareholder in this company. And so what did he do, Rance? Well, young Vincent chose to force himself back on the board, um, which was, again, unfortunately, his right, seeing as he's the majority shareholder. And what did he, he threaten to do if they didn't put him back on the board, Ritz? 
Uh oh. Well, he also he 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 threatened that he would not approve any possible sale or rights deals, and the rights deals are coming up in a year. Um, so any future rights deals, if he wasn't involved with said sale or said negotiation. Involved specifically as chairman of the board and uh, leader of the negotiation. 100%. And by the way, he also brought back George Berrios and Michelle Wilson, the former CFO and CMO, respectively, who he fired to come back with him to take the majority of the board. Then the two people, that, and two people resigned. One of the people that resigned was the member of the board who was in charge of his investigation. And then the next day, Stephanie Steph- resigned. Yep, Stephanie put out a statement with a lot of, you know, big words and talk. And uh, for the first time since 1997, maybe earlier, if my memory is fuzzy, Stephanie McMahon doesn't work for the WWE anymore. No, no, I'm not sure about that. Because she didn't resign from the company. She resigned as C as co-CEO. So I don't she was when she went on the leave of absence from being the C the chief mark the chief mark not chief marketing officer, the chief brand officer. Brand officer. Yes, thank you. I forgot that's the new term that they've put on the corporate structure. She didn't leave that position. She just went on a leave of absence. Yeah, but the way she worded this resignation, like, she went on to talk about, like, oh, I'm going to enjoy the product as a fan now, and, like, was using language that made it very much seem like she is no longer, honestly, I'll give you the, I'll tell you the reaction that I said when I initially read it, I was like, this sounds a whole lot like strong-armed out of her position. A lot of people, a lot of people seem to think that, and I cannot dispute the the feeling that that the the timing and that uh press release makes people feel i can't dispute it i just don't know because they are a publicly traded company so positions like that have to be shown the public has to have access to positions like that so i am not completely sure if stephanie is completely absolved of all duties with the WWE or not. Now, she is still on the board. That is important, yes. So, and that's the that's the ironic thing because initially, Vince tried to come back in December and the board was like, nope. And that's By when he said, vote. And, and all not nine. Vince, or not only is Steph on the board, Hunter is also on the board. Steph, Paul, and Nikon are on the board, indeed. So and all of them were like, nope. Before, all three of them were like, nah, Pops, uh, why don't you stay at home? And and with respect, even if they wanted him to come back, they had to vote no. There's no way that they could vote yes to that, given the allegations. The thing is, I think this time they didn't want him to come back, but they voted yes because they knew this was a hostile takeover and they, they had, had no, no leverage. They had no choice. Absolutely. So at that point, why sink yourself entirely? You might as well just say, okay, yep, we, we approve. And this is the portion of this conversation, and I know this may be tough for you, but we're going to, I think we're just for the purposes of the facts of this part of the conversation, we need to put morality to the side and just speak strictly from a business perspective. The stock is higher than it's been in months. Well, that part matters because 
some people are trying to lead a class action suit against Vince being reinstated onto the board, Mm -hmm. and it's a fiduciary suit. And the problem with making a fiduciary argument against Vince being reinstated is that ever since he's strong-armed himself back onto the board, and ever since rumors that they're going to sell the company have started swirling, the stock is at an all-time high and keeps going up. So because people it, know that their product, whether you like wrestling or not, in the modern television market is absurdly valuable and they're going to get billions. That and I think the belief among the people on the stock market is that for the longest time, people believe that Vince has this. David Shoemaker calls it magical fairy dust that. If he's not in charge of it, it's not working. Now, clearly, the past six months have shown us that he doesn't have to be in charge of the company for the company to be successful. But we're not talking about successful from the standpoint of ratings or creative or good matches or sellouts of pay-per-views or PLEs, I'm sorry. We're talking about uh, profitable in the sense of possible rights deals or and or a sale of the company. So if if Vince being the creative, the not creative, the chairman of the board is the difference between an extra billion dollars or so for the shareholders. Again, morality is completely to the side for this two minutes for the shareholders. Unfortunately, they would it would be they would behoove them to, uh, to to take it. And as a company, it's their fiduciary duty to bring him back. And that's why this sucks. Because he strong-armed them and put them in an, in an impossible, precarious situation. Yo, dog, Vince does have magical fairy dust. It's called cocaine. Well, yeah, well, Shane has it now, but yes. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, well, how do you think Vince secures all these dirty blood money deals? He goes to the back room and does lines with these rich folk, and they talk about how much better they are than us poors. Oh, boy, I wasn't even expecting that one. You caught me off guard with that. Yes, indeed. That's how you think a man... Who's 76 or 77 hasn't has only slept three hours for the past 30 years. Yep. He's skiing them slopes at night. Um I don't this man is not a person that has that deserves the benefit of the doubt to be believed. Facts. Facts. He's, not. he's facts. proven that he's not a man that if you're if you're talking just in general, he's he does not deserve the benefit of the doubt of being believed. You, but his don't press release, trust Vince if he tells you the sky is blue and water is wet. There's an angle there. There's always something going on. But his press release says that he has no interest in the day-to-day operations of the company. He's only here for the rights deal and for the sale. I want to talk about the sale for a second. Well, they've know. retained J.P. Morgan Chase yes. as... Uh, a firm just to explore their options. So before we get to that, because you said something that I agree with, but I think we could possibly be off on. You said that Vince just can't be happy because he's a megalomaniac and that's the reason he came back. I I think that's the case. But if I may play devil's advocate, and I mean truly devil's advocate at this point. The outsider's edge is known for contrarian stances. Well... That's my fault. I'm I'm sorry for that for that tag. Vince is the majority shareholder. So think about this. This is a dude who spent his entire adult life working for, building, creating, and owning this company. 
I'm well, talking he had about to save up forever to buy it because daddy wouldn't give it to him. Daddy made him pay. Exactly. I'm, I'm talking about both life from like 1820 on until now. He's ousted because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. And so um, if you're just thinking about it, and um, I can see a world where he says, well, if, I don't want, if I'm not involved with it, I might as well cash out. So I think we should sell the company and I'm going to, but I know nobody else can sell it like I can. So I'm going to force myself back to make sure that I get the most amount of money seeing as I'm the primary share stockholder, shareholder. I can see a world where that's the reason why he came back and not to fuck everybody's lives up. I can see a world where he's doing that. Now doing that is fucking You can see that world. Can I tell you what world a lot of the rest of us can see? I know you know it because you're playing devil's advocate, but. You can see that world, Brother Rance. A lot of the rest of us see a world where Vince is angling to find a buyer that will allow him to take the company back private so he can go back to being a gross, toxic piece of shit and nobody can do anything to him. Henceforth, the Saudi rumor. I think that the smarter play. I honestly think that some of that could be a a carrot that was dangled to up the bids from other competitors, number one. But number two goes along with number one to see if Disney's even a little bit interested. You know, it's interesting. I think this is Disney fishing. It's interesting that just that's the perspective you're looking at it from because I too think that that the rumor was leaked. But I think it was leaked for the exact opposite reason. You think it was leaked because people are afraid he's actually going to fucking do it and he's trying to get a backlash campaign? No, I think it was leaked that I think it was leaked because they wanted people to know that the Saudis was a possibility and they wanted the world to see the backlash they would take if they did that shit. Mm-hmm. I think someone I think someone with the conscience was like, we can't do this because we'll lose half of our roster. We'll have no goodwill. And with that conscience past coming from inside the house, if you know what I'm saying. I do know. I know exactly what you're saying. And it's a shame. But. How many times do we see, you know, look at the previous leadership of the country. How many times do we do we currently see the children of boomers having to come in and save the rest of us from the worst of their parents? You know, man, with respect to Steph, I feel so bad for Hunter because imagine Hunter is in the worst fucking position right now. Mm -hmm. Like. My father-in-law is forcing his way back onto the company, and I can't really say shit because I would literally be a nobody if it wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. But I'm also married to his daughter, who he just pushed out of the company. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm in charge of planning everything right now for as long as my dad doesn't say he wants it back. Mm -hmm. And And my blowing up because all of these people that I just rehired that he fucking fired are mm-hmm. shitting their pants wanting to know if he's coming back and they're going to have to start looking for work again. And think about the alternative. What if you, so you are completely under the, the assumption that Steph was pushed out. Cool. Let's use that. What if it gets to the point where Hunter's pushed out? He, then he they both call gonna... Freddie Prince and they start the company that they, the three of them have wanted to run for years. Because he's he's not knocking on Tony Khan's door. He because that, it doesn't he with respect to Paul Heyman, Triple H is not Paul Heyman in the sense that Paul Heyman was the owner of a small indie who who originally was a manager 
and could very easily ingratiate himself into another company. Hunter is the biggest boss there is in wrestling underneath Tony Khan and Tony and and you know what Hunter and Stephanie both got shit tons of money, shares. They got shit tons of fucking have a lot of shares. shares. That's a good point. So do you know what's gonna happen when Vince sells it to whoever he sells it to? They're gonna have I ain't gotta lift a finger for the rest of my fucking life if I don't want to money. You think that you think either one of them could do that? Honestly? Oh, no, I don't think they can. But they'd have it. They'd have the option. But they have the option. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you, I, I picking up on the point that you're making. They yeah. don't have to go to Tony. They don't need a paycheck. This is true. They don't have to go to nobody. They don't need true. a paycheck. They got I shit mean, tons of shares and are get, they could live off the dividends. You know what I would do? If I was Hunter, if I was put in that predicament where the company's being sold and I'm being ousted or I'm not comfortable with, with it and I'm leaving myself, I'd make a deal to buy NXT. Oh, yeah. Start your own little fed. I'll take NXT in the performance center. You can have everything else. I'll take take whatever you think is evaluated at. Take it out of my sh- my stock shares or whatever. My- give me the option to buy out. Give me the option to buy the contracts to whoever you don't want. 100%. And like then we'll do our all own those thing, main roster people you that you, you don't see any value in. You just let me know and give me the option to buy out the contract. I I I think that I'll I take my people as, with me, and Tuesday nights will be a delight. One hundred percent. I think that'd be fair as fuck. Because everybody always said NXT was like Hunter's own company, indie anyway. Okay. So to the big question, we've talked rumors. By the way. A lot of people that I respect, I work for Wrestling Inc. Uh, so, uh, full disclosure, I don't want to sit here and play oh, the game yeah, and I, not. I mean, to pick your brain later about what Raj thinks. <sighs> um, but I, I, so I just, I don't want to play that game where I, you know, I want to be completely honest and open. But a lot of people I respect in this industry, and you know, y'all know I hate wrestling journalism. But a lot of people that I respect that have shown that while the medium sucks. They were pretty solid people. The proper the way they propagated this fucking rumor with no real factual evidence at all and scared the entire wrestling world. And quite frankly, the roster is disgusting and is despicable. And you should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. I think SRS was the only one that consistently kept saying nothing about this has been confirmed. I've talked to a million people. I cannot get confirmation. Yes, we've heard the rumor. SRS was the only one that that came out and said it's not happening. But you know who the smartest man was of all this? The motherfucker we trash every day. Dave Uncle Meltzer. Dave didn't he say He didn't shit. say nothing. <laughs> Uncle Dave didn't say a goddamn thing. He waited. He waited. And, and, he waited. Yes. And then the Observer comes out, and of course he has the story on it with all the facts that we actually know. But it, let's it's just talk, not... Let's talk potential buyers. Well, and I want to ask you first, it. do you think it's going to be sold? Oh, yes. And here's okay. why. I think it's going to be sold because I think he's looking long-term. Media consolidation has been a real thing. And I think he's thinking to himself, I can cash out real fucking hard. Yeah. 
And depending on who he sells to, you can get a sweet sale deal where you still have a relative degree of autonomy and operate as a subsidiary of a certain brand. Man, Vince is a wild boy because let's say he sells this shit and he cashes out. Let's say they sell it for $8 billion and he gets three and a half out of that, right? Whatever he's, he'll get from it from because of the stock. Let's say they do that. Bruh, you've alienated all three of your kids. So you can't pass this shit on to nobody. So and you're not gonna you're gonna be dead in ten years anyway. I'm not being funny, but the man's really really old. What are you gonna do with the money? He don't give a shit. I know he doesn't, but I'm just blow it all on cocaine. He don't give a shit. What what my boy uh, Tyra Bigham say is just a five o'clock free. Also also also, let me rewind back to the actual truth of the matter. Yeah, he's alienated all three of his kids, but you think if he puts them in a will, they're going to say no to the fucking money? But nobody says no to a will. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. Good point. That's what I'm saying. Like, Good yeah, point. he might have alienated these children, but you think if he leaves Shane and Steph for a piece that they're going to say no? Good point. They okay, both got three kids. This is, well, it's going to be a shame to not see Aurora, Aurora Rose as the new champion, women's champion in twenty in, in, in twenty forty five. Who says we ain't gonna? Oh, but quick, quick tangent. Shout out to Till Piper who wrestled in AEW the other day. It's good to see her wrestling. Um, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but I really think that his. I think that the aim here is to make the WWE a division of blah blah media. And which blah blah do you think that is? Because I know there's a, a well, number no, so of let's, choices. Let's go through the spectrum of potential outcomes. Okay. The reality is there was a lot of smoke to the Saudi rumor. So clearly they are interested. And that is genuinely a potential outcome. It is the least desirable outcome. It is the outcome that will severely alter my viewing habit of this fucking product. In that case. Yeah. But like... It is a genuine outcome. I think if that is the case, then it is genuinely because Vince wants to take the company back private and he knows the only way that he is able to retake the company private is if, is if he gets a big, heavy stream of that Saudi blood money. And also the Saudis know they have to, he knows that the Saudis know that they have to overpay for everything by like 10% because nobody's going to fuck with them off just regular money. He also knows that the Saudis know they have to let him keep running the company because they don't know shit about wrestling. Yeah, he's the only one that to know. So that is a potential outcome. I'm going to put the chances at that at a solid 30%. That's a, that's a fair. That's a fair. I opinion. genuinely think there is a one in three chance that he really is as like fucking evil and short-sighted as we all have said that he is and that that's his actual move. I look. I agree. I agree. Thirty so percent sounds very good. Now, if that's not happening, then let's go across the spectrum of the various mega media conglomerates. Um, it will not be Warner Brothers Discovery. No, because them motherfuckers because are them motherfuckers are bankrupt as shit. They are canceling projects left and right. They might only be able to afford to release one DC movie next year. Like, they are in deep shit. Mm -hmm. This merger has been a disaster. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's become a bigger disaster because Discovery is killing off all of the good parts of HBO Max and not keeping anything that will convince people to stay around. Yeah, there's only so much Chip and Joanna people want to watch. Yeah, like you've basically killed off the entire HBO original programming division, and that is the only reason people give a shit about your company in the first place. All facts. So it will not be that. Um, Comcast, I'm going to give it a 40% shot. Give Comcast a big-ass 85. And I say that because Comcast is already paying two and a half, two, two and a half billion for it already, for Raw and for Peacock. Might as well own the content you're leasing. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all i think comcast will be the most heavily interested and vince goes back with comcast for generations so if there's a company that will do business with him it is that one and i think that he would try to negotiate one of those sweet deals where it literally is wwe a division of comcast i agree completely and now when i say 85 percent, i don't mean 85 percent is going to be sold I mean, if it's sold, I think it's 85% chance it's sold to Comcast. Yeah, no, we're dealing with like 100% odds. If it's sold, what are we thinking? So yes. like, I, I'm i giving it a 40 because I'm hedging my bets. You know, uh, we got some other players we got to talk about. Well, I know the one you think, so I'm waiting to get Well, that. Well, I'm not saying I think that them. I, they're a possibility. Um, We got Fox. And they are a possibility. They did, you know, pay that big money for SmackDown. My thought there, though, is Murdoch seemed to be, like, consolidating, not expanding. He he divested all of those uh, entities to Disney. So I don't see him spending money. So I don't understand why he would pony up for WWE. Uh, It doesn't seem to fit with the brand. CBS Viacom... I just don't see a fit. Me neither. Because where that like where is Paramount? They're not going to go to Paramount Plus, and like where else are they going to put them? It's not going to be on CBS, and nobody has CBS Sports, so they're gonna like where are they going to go? What other channels do they that are part of that suite? I'm looking this up about now. Keep keep talking. So like I don't see a fit with Viacom. Um, that company that owns UFC, what are they called? Endeavor. Uh, Endeavor. Yeah. Endeavor's interested. Uh, that's a, like, that's a small possibility. I'd give that like, uh, a 5% shot maybe. Okay. I could see WWE on MTV. Oh yeah. I forgot CBS owns MTV. I could also see, well, they wouldn't go back because the Paramount Network is the former Spike TV. So how hilarious would that be that they're back on TNN and Spike, Time or Showtime, or Show or Showtime? I I don't know that they'd want to go to premium television, but WWE on HBO or Showtime. No, or Showtime Fox. would be where they showed all the PLEs. Ooh, well, show yeah, put them on Paramount and then put them on Showtime at the same time. I, yeah. I I like that. It's not gonna happen, but I like that. Um, I'll give it a solid five percent chance that Endeavor, five to ten percent chance that Endeavor takes on WWE. I know they're interested, but I still don't see it. What about Amazon? 
So I hadn't considered Amazon really. I wasn't really sure about any of the streaming networks. I hadn't considered Amazon a real player here. Um, but like, I mean, Daddy Bezos will throw money at just about anything. So, so just let me t- give you some reasons why I think they they are a g- genuine player. They spend a lot of money in luring NFL content to their channels. They have Thursday night NFL every night now, every every week. They have spent billions on doing the new Lord of the Rings uh, stuff and movies. Well, they've invested a lot in original content. So they're trying to make Prime Video right now is the second biggest streaming service in terms of subscribers. That's primarily because if you have Amazon Prime, Amazon you, Prime, Prime you Video. get Prime Video. But they're but they're building up their subscriber base in terms of people that watch for the purpose of watching Prime Video. And Bezos is the richest man in the world, so they can afford it easily. So I think it's a legit. I think it's a legitimate opportunity there. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't know how legitimate it will be, but I can. I can see it more than a lot of the, a lot of the other people that we. You, we're we're really talking about the bottom of the barrel now with people like Amazon or people like Netflix or even people like Google, like. Mm. I think Amazon would be their other best opportunity to have like more autonomy. Yes. Because Daddy Bezos would just be like, all right, I'm going to buy this. It's going to be part of my, you know, platform. This is where all your shit's going to go. Like we'll, you can negotiate your TV deals and all that other shit, but like, uh, here you go. Um, and leave them be to run the company however they want to. And quiet is kept. When they before they signed the deals for with Fox and uh, USA or NBC Universal, before, just this recent time, they were really close to possibly signing with Amazon for a stream on Amazon Prime. Well, I mean, Amazon is a legitimate possibility. I just hadn't really considered it. Like, it yeah, was no, not something I was thinking about because, like you said, you know, we're thinking bottom of the barrel when we're talking about selling yourself to a streaming service. Yeah. Um, the other major player is Disney. Yes. Obviously, the House of Mouse. I'm not saying that I think it's a huge possibility. I would put it at like a 20 to 25% chance uh, that they would do it because the big question is, would they be interested? Now, the big argument I've heard against Disney is, oh, does it really fit Disney's brand or footprint? And I would just like to remind everyone, Disney is the literal biggest media company in the world. They own lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. After they bought Fox, they now own intellectual properties, including the likes of American Horror Story, which had their most recent season about the AIDS epidemic in New York in the 80s. Pose. Pose. Yeah, like this is not a company that's afraid to own content aimed yeah. at adults. Snowfall. It's yeah. also a company that is known for those sweet, sweet. You're a brand. You're part of the Disney brand, but you are your own company that I don't really want to control entirely. I just want to give you some rules and some money and tell you to leave me the fuck alone. See, Feige, comma Kevin. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what you can't do. I'm gonna give you a budget, and I'm gonna tell you other than that. You're on your fucking own. Can you imagine? Because, like, like you said, 
we know they own the major um the major studios or companies they own. We know they own ESPN and all the other entities. And ABC. And ABC, particularly that's a good great point. Yes, a broadcast network. We know they own Hulu. I think it's seventy five percent and it will be a hundred percent eventually. We know they own twentieth century Fox and all of the Fox properties like that. But then if you go to Disney Plus, they have the big five. They have all of Disney's original material. They, they have Lucasfilm. They have all of Lucasfilm, the Star Wars material. They have a Marvel and all their stuff, Pixar and Nat Geo. Can you imagine adding a six to that with WWE? And I think the biggest perk for WWE would be imagine if I walked if imagine if you were a member of the board of WWE and I was making the pitch as Disney to buy your company. And I walk in and I say, Well, numbers, this and that, and such. Oh, and by the way, we're going to build a WWE land down at Disney. I mean, even if they don't build a whole land down in Disney, we'll build you a physical Hall of Fame. That's we'll put pretty it in tough da- to turn we'll down. In, we'll put it in Disney World Hollywood. And the synergy between Disney being basically Orlando and the PC being in Orlando? Well, and the synergy, like, the E in ESPN stands for entertainment, just saying. And people keep saying that wrestling, that WWE would have to go to ESPN, and I get it because uh, AWA. Oh no, I think the bigger question, if they got bought by Disney, relating to Raw, is so does Raw go to ABC or does Monday Night Football go to AA, ABC and the others goes to ESPN? Like, well, you still thinking ESPN? I'm, why not FX? Oh yeah, they do own FX. The FX feels more like SmackDown for me to some re- to me for some reason. SmackDown better stay that bitch ass on network television and get these 2.2 million ratings. God damn it, Tribal Chiefs. Well, sir. I mean, one of the shows will be on network because I feel like if House of Mouse buys it, one of those shows is going on ABC. Well, I, so if I were you, to your point, I would put uh Monday Night Football on ABC because it's going to get the bigger ratings. Sorry, wrestling fans. No, you're right. Put, put Raw, Raw on ESPN. FX or ESPN. Put Raw on ESPN and then do the simulcast they do with, with Peyton and Eli, keep it on ESPN too. That way if somebody had to watch it on ESPN, you still got that option to watch it on ESPN. And yeah, man, I imagine you, I, I'd have to get used to watching Raw with the ticker. <laughs> That would be so. Can you imagine Sports Center having to? We interrupt this, or no, the breaking news. Instead of sponsor breaks, it'll literally be Scott Van Pelt uh, chiming in with the Monday Night Football highlights. You know, SVP comes on after the after the, the game. Can you imagine him coming on after I after can Raw? SVP coming on live after Raw. From man, <laughs> I can't believe that Roman Reigns just put that man through a table. But in other news, the Packers. It's <laughs> hilarious. I'm so here for it. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Synergy is a is a is a big corporate speak word, but that is the most synergetic. Make that up. I think that's the most because of the what they thing, can do. The other thing that you know to bring it kind of full circle to the Saudi rumor. Like, that was part of my thought of, well, you know, this could have been intentionally leaked because now you find out if Bob Iger's actually interested. 
Yes. There's a rumor that the Saudis want to buy this and I can take it private or you can have it. It can be yours. So basically you're saying they throw it in the box. Mm-hmm. They just, See, I, they throw in Bob Iger the booty. Yeah, like, do you want it? <laughs> like, it's yours if you want it. If you don't want it, I got these other people that are interested. So like, you oh. just let me know. I love how we've just kind of WWE turned. is drugs. Nobody sells drugs. They just offer them. <laughs> WWE's not trying to sell itself. It's just offering its oh, services to the highest bidder. Nobody sells drugs. They offer them. That's a classic quote. I'm writing that down. Um, yeah, man. I was before I was gung ho on. Comcast made the most sense only because they already owned or they already paid for most of it. But I kind of want to see WWE as a WWE as a Disney brand. Comcast makes the most sense from a long-term relationship standpoint. And because the and because WWE is already on Peacock. But Number one, the WWE brand being on Peacock has been an unmitigated disaster because Peacock is an unmitigated disaster of an app to navigate. Well done. Meanwhile, Disney Plus is very user-friendly. It ain't just Disney Plus only. Even if you didn't put it on Disney Plus, I don't even feel like Disney Plus is where they would end up putting it. I feel like WWE would have their own section on Hulu or whatever. Like That would be the home of all their shit. ESPN Plus. Like oh, that's where it ends up. Can you imagine? And I know he's I know he's enemy of the state right now, but can you imagine Dana White's uh reaction when they How tell him that they would be when uh, <laughs> WWE gets a spot on ESPN plus and gets legitimized in a way that UFC is not? <laughs> ESPN like they put them on Saturday. Hey Dana, you know. by the way, the carnies are taking your shit. Fucka! And he deserves it because he beats on his wife. Fuck Dana White. That's a I, man. I, I want to have a conversation with someone. I don't know if that's an honor conversation. But fuck that dude. But I will say this: piece of shit. Fuck that dude. But if there was ever a very rarely do people take responsibility for it the way he seemed to take responsibility for it. Not will never ever forgive him for what he did or ta- or take that away from him. Most people try to make excuses and shit. He was like, "No, nobody. Please don't, don't, don't try to protect me or feel sorry for me. I know I fucked up and I deserve it. Take it." Didn't mean to, I didn't know we were gonna do Dana White takes tonight, but why the hell not? I mean, you know, I don't know. I just I think Disney would be great. I think Disney makes so much sense in ways that people aren't fully appreciating, and uh, I mean. If the rumor that Uncle Dave did finally report is to be true, they're aiming to be sold by the middle of the year. So, like, we gonna find out. God damn, they think it's a house? He's <laughs> gonna sell that fucking fast? God damn. Oh, once you dangle the carrot, man. Once you dangle the carrot. Oh, okay. So, let's let's get out of here on this question. Ignoring the Saudi rumor. Just speaking on the rumors of the other people we mentioned, the uh, Netflix or not Netflix, a Disney Plus, Disney, or a Comcast, Comcast. or even an Amazon, possibly outside. Mm-hmm. How do you think that would affect the WWE roster and creative? 
How do you think a sale would, would affect it? Well, typically with a sale, sometimes companies are forced to downsize. But Eric Bischoff talked about this when in his podcast like bischoff had a really great podcast where he talked about the sale rumors and he talked about his experience when wcw was sold and turner was sold and he said that an ex- a friend of his who was an executive in the industry had told him he's like eric you're not going to feel anything for a year maybe two and he talked about how that turned out to be accurate. For a year or two after the purchase, he was just kind of left alone, and WCW was doing its own thing. And then slowly, the corporate culture of the company that bought it or that bought him st- starts seeping in more and more, and they had a very different like philosophy and vision than Turner did. And so they clamped down on shit and decided they didn't want wrestling anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that in the short term, it might not have a huge impact. I think that the bigger question is more the long term, because once it's not a family business, like period anymore, and it's bought by like a conglomerate, What's the pipeline for creative? And the vision of the company, like, from the top down, because wrestling is carny, so carny is very structured from the ringleader downward. And so when there's no longer a clear ringleader at the top, it's part of the corporate zeitgeist, like, who's steering the ship? Yeah. And what are the whims upon which the captain can be changed. That's a good point. That's a very good point, because you you have a whole another set of masters to report to. And I all think... of that also affects the second part of like how it impacts talent. Well, we say it all the time, Daddy McMahon had all of his money tied into this thing. This company was all they did. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to spend whatever they got to spend for the top of everything. Once you're a division of, you got a budget to work with. Yeah, per strings. They tell you, this is how much money you can spend. And you can try to ask for permission to do more, but it's up to the company now that owns you. That's a great point. That's a great point because one of my points was going to be they're going to have an influx of cash because of how profitable and how lucrative the sale will be but then you're right because eventually they can pull the purse strings that they want to and that's nothing that WWE can do about it but i think the one thing that's a lot of people aren't thinking about in the in the moment is the one thing that older fans have been clamoring for and begging for was a return to the attitude era right and the reason they want that return is because a lot of wrestling fans want their wrestling to be more a little more violent a little more um, risque. They like swearing and blood and all these things. And WWE was able to do that at the time because they were private. They didn't have to worry about um, shareholders or, I mean, they wanted advertisers, but they, they, whatever they made, they could they do owned. whatever they wanted to do. Exactly. Well, a freedom that Tony kind of has on AEW because he owns the fucking company 
And so he takes what advertisers he can get. He obeys the few rules that he's been given by his network. And mm-hmm. other than that, he does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, a guy, he was telling him to stop cussing, and MJF made sure he said shit about three times last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think that's a big deal, depending on where they go. If they get sold to the Saudis, if they get sold to a publicly traded company, I think that's a big deal because if they get sold to a privately owned company, I don't even know what the fuck that the ideas that they would do because there's nothing on the back anymore. Yeah. I think it, it, and it also depends, like, if they get sold to a privately owned company, they can do literally anything the fuck they want. If they get sold to a big enough company, they could also end up getting a lot more freedom because a company that's big enough is only going to care about, are you still making me money? Like, like Marvel and, and like Marvel and, and, um, Disney. Absolutely. Well, like, they bought Fox and they're still going to let them do the R-rated Deadpool movie. So like mm-hmm. that, that's not an issue for them as long as it's going to profit. Agreed. So like if they go to a big enough company, they could wind up with more freedom. If they go to a privately owned company, man, I'm very curious what Hunter running creative and Sean being in charge of developmental would do with like some of the leashes removed. The one good thing that would happen from that, like genuinely good thing that would happen from that, China would go into the Hall of Fame as a singles wrestler that year. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Because he would no longer, because he would no longer have the excuse of this is a publicly traded company and blah 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 blah. Nope, this is a privately owned enterprise, and you can now honor whoever the fuck you want. One hundred percent. And you already see they're trying to kind of get her back in the populace by putting her in a video game, by putting her in with DX. So it's coming whether they, they. Well, they're doing what they should have done all along. Yeah, she was in Playboy, and yeah, her fall was hard. The Playboy wasn't the problem. I know it was was the problem. I know what was the problem. We're not going to talk about it on the Sure, sure, sure. But they're doing the right thing. Emphasize the fact that she's a fucking legend in the business. Period. Yeah. Very, 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 very overdue. How many women can say they main evented with Stone Cold Steve Austin? How many women can say they were a a champion that held a male championship? Her and Tori Wilson. What's, she she held the cruiserweight title in uh, WCW. Oh yeah, Jacqueline did too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, good point. I think Daphne might have also Medusa. Medusa did Medusa because yeah. Medusa was beef with Evan Courageous. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. She Man, the so cruiserweight rad. division produced some gems. Yes, fantastic uh. stuff. I still remember the match that Jacqueline had with Disco, where Disco wouldn't fight her. And Jack was like, well, okay, you don't have to fight me. I'm about to beat your ass. And she beat his ass. <laughs> uh, I wish I, w- that's what I wish for everyone in 2023. May you also beat Disco's ass. If we all could, man, that's, that's like mm. the dream. Isn't it though? That's the dream. Everybody, every, 
that that could bring us that could bring us together as a, as a that country. should as a as a wrestling community we should all get together and beat disco's ass you know i'm gonna run for office on the platform <laughs> beat disco's ass 2024 <laughs> in the meantime in between time maybe next time we'll talk about non-compete clauses and why they're bullshit see y'all in june but uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Spores. You can find my good brother Rance on Twitter at It's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y as a Mysterio C-A-S-H as in them dollars that WWE about to get when they sell this goddamn company. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Outsiders Edge C-S. We are part of the ChairShot Radio Network at ChairShot Media where you Oh, yeah, sorry. Always use your head. My bad. I forgot I got to do <laughs> Go that. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get yourself a t-shirt. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been a minute, bro. Yeah, it's been a minute. Okay. But as always, y'all, we here on the Outsiders Edge are some cre- increasingly older gentlemen doing everything we can trying to make it out here in this world. And sometimes we're going to fuck up the outro because we ain't recorded in a hot mintot. <laughs> we trying, y'all. We trying. And other times, we're going to hit you with them facts like, I mean, they might sell the company, but as long as it's not to the Saudis, it's probably a good thing. Anything's better than that. But no matter what, y'all, we're just out here chasing our dreams. And you got to respect that. Because if you don't, well, just like Vince forcing himself back onto the board, we just don't give up. Ah. Well, fuck them. And we'll see y'all Memorial Day weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Catch you whenever. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.